Welcome to the Self-Care Goddess Podcast, brought to you by me, Rita Savoya, founder of Savoya Self-Care Holistic Wellness. I'm a certified nutritionist and a holistic wellness coach for midlife women who want to rediscover their happier, sexier selves naturally without pills or side effects so that they can thrive as they age. I'm also the creator of the Savoya Self-Care Method, empowering women to nurture heart, mind, and body for transformative results. I'm on a mission. I'm on a mission to help millions of midlife women become their own health heroes. As a woman entrepreneur and a caregiver to aging parents, I fully understand the many responsibilities and generally stressful times women are living through these days, often suffering in silence, misunderstood, and putting themselves last. That's why each week I will be here for you, guiding you on your personal wellness journey, sharing expert advice from thought leaders on natural, practical, and simple solutions to help you thrive during the midlife transition. Get ready to listen to inspiring conversations about all things wellness, nutrition, mindset, mental health, fasting, hormones, menstrual cycle awareness and sinking, ancient healing strategies like meditation, mindfulness and breath work, and spirituality. Every month, I will also be featuring a small to medium-sized business to help spread the word on the amazing work they're doing so we can support them. And now, without further ado, let's get ready to rumble. Happy listening! Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Self-Care Goddess podcast. Thank you once again for joining for another awesome episode. And today's episode is going to be a little different. It took a while for us to get together and actually record. So I'm super excited to have you on finally. But um, it will be on a topic that most of us haven't really even heard of, to be honest. So I'm really excited to bring this beautiful information about such an amazing healing therapy that we can actually use. But anyway, a little bit um, before we get to that, let's do some just checking in with ourselves. Let's do some breath work. Very, very um, a nice way to settle into the space that you're in. So we'll do the quick um, coherence technique from the Heart Math Institute. So I invite you to perhaps if you're in a safe space to lower your gaze or even close your eyes and just really go within by noticing the breath entering your nose and leaving your nose. That's it. Really relaxing with each and every exhale as you extend those exhales. Make them a little longer than your inhales. Beautiful. Keep breathing deeply into the diaphragm, so that abdominal area, engaging the diaphragm. Relaxing your shoulders, your jaw, allowing your tongue to float to the roof of the mouth, relaxing your cheeks, your eyes, your eyebrows, your forehead, and the top of your head. Really surrendering to whatever is beneath you, chair, mat, maybe you're in the car. Well, if you're in the car, please don't do this with your eyes closed. You can <laughs> still get the benefits of doing this with your eyes open. Just really tuning in to yourself, giving yourself these two, three minutes of really tuning out the outer world and checking in with yourself. And as you continue this heart-focused breathing, I invite you to focus your attention in the area of the heart and visualize someone that you are grateful for today. Visualize them as if they were right here in front of you. And I invite you to send them all the love, the gratitude, and the appreciation they deserve for being in your life. Let's together take a deep belly breath in through the nose and let's side out together. 
Beautiful. Slowly open your eyes if they're closed. Thank you for that. And that's really going to make you even more receptive to this amazing information we're about to share. Okay, so today, finally, I have Alexis Flo is a musician and inspired vocalist on a mission to spread joy and positivity through music. A seasoned DJ, his tribal EDM bass sets, sets have brought inspiration to listeners for years, as well as leading ecstatic dances. Oh, oh I just gave it away. That's what we're going to be talking about today. Around the globe, he has opened for Zion One. I, Zion One. <laughs> Zion I. Zion, Zion I. Sorry about that. Bass Nectar Ahi and collaborates with other cutting edge producers like Volo and Momentology. He also loves to share his craft and talents at electronic festivals and transformational retreats. Him and his partner, Lummingbird, sing and rap over a mix of conscious, uplifting hip hop and bass music. Together, they incorporate original songs and live poetry into their sets with that will open your heart and uplift your soul with live poetry. I'm so sorry. I am so happy that you made it. Yes, we've been trying to talk. I think this is our third time now. So I'm so ecstatic to have you here and talk about ecstatic dance. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'm super, super happy to be here and share about ecstatic dance and just the overall power of, mm. of tribe community coming together and music and and movement exercise as a just a joyful healing connective thing beautiful be beautifully said so tell us a little bit more about your story and why you're doing what you're doing um i love music my earliest most joyful memories were being around my Cuban family um, and my dad picking up the guitar and singing and everybody singing and and just the magic of, of music. That was my earliest like, whoa, music is such a tribal, enlivening, connective thing. And then, you know, that was as a boy. And then eventually I discovered um, hip hop and and words and spoken word and Beastie Boys and and um, and then really the clincher was in high school. A friend came up to me one day in the hallway and was like, "Dude, put these headphones on." And he put these headphones on me, and I didn't know what it was or what, but he was very animated. And and he played me some Three Eleven music which is like a rock hip hop reggae fusion with all these positive lyrics. And my brain literally didn't know what I was hearing. I, I was like, is this electronic? Is this rock? Is this rap? Is this reggae? Like I, my brain had no category for it. And, uh, and the lyrics were so positive that it really uplifted my soul in a, in a moment, my like, you know, kind of, goth gothy confusing like what's my purpose in this like weird world and wow. from that moment on i decided like the vow just chose me in that moment that i needed to be a part of music and community and using words to uplift and paint beautiful pictures and inspire and from then on which was 1996 um i've been making making music uh like you said at the beginning it's like uplifting conscious cutting edge hip-hop and then um so that's been going on forever now and then um ecstatic dance at some point came into my life as this totally different um experience and practice and opportunity you know because i'd always thought of dance as okay like at a wedding or a club or that's kind of it you know maybe salsa classes i'd always thought of it like that but um one day i, I grew up in san francisco and, and a friend uh, i was on a date and um she invited me to go to ecstatic dance <laughs> and I hadn't heard of it before. This was probably, um, 2015 or so. Yeah. And, 
immediately I was like ecstatic dance. What is that? Like, are like, are we going to, what is that? Like, that sounds very, like, what do I have to do to be ecstatic? Does that involve like (laughs) substances? Do I get to keep my clothes on? You know, I did, it it was kind of triggering because I had no idea. So I felt a little uncomfortable. I didn't know what I was saying yes to, but I said yes. And then ended up being in uh, San Francisco in the mission district at a, in a big uh, uh, basketball gym. Wow. And, um, it was an amazing experience. It was like the music, the community, the tribal aspect of it, the the earthy music mixed with the cutting edge electronic. And it, it was this whole journey of, you know, waves of speed and feeling and sound and intensity and then lowering the intensity and then medicine music, maybe in the beginning, in the end. And it was just, and people just, dancing and jumping and like climbing things and and crawling around. And this was a good first ecstatic dance uh, Mm -hmm. because they're they're not as, they're not all as vibrant as as that. But that day I was just something awoke in me that day of not only the power of music, not only the power of ecstatic dance as a practice, um, but the tribal, you know, rewilding, re-earthing, re-tribing oneself. That clicked on that day. And that's what ecstatic dance is for me. It, it feels like a ancient, wise, tribal gathering of community and tribe to nourish oneself in an essential way. Oh my gosh, you've put it so eloquently. I love it the way you've described it. Oh, I love it. So basically my very first experience, like you, I was like, what is going on here? Like, I have <laughs> no idea what's happening. But I love the fact that, you know, after a certain age, when your friends are all married and they have kids, you stop going clubbing. And I was like, I, I really never want to stop dancing. Like, why do I have to stop dancing for? Yes. I want to yeah. keep dancing. And yes, I love weddings. And I am always on the dance, uh, dance floor at weddings. I'm like the last one to leave. Very so, yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I love that part. And then I thought, okay, let's do some salsas or some Latin Spanish because you can do that for a while too, right? But then I came across ecstatic dance. And it was just super powerful. So the first time was in actually, um, it was in Mexico on Sundays, right? Ecstatic church. And I just fell in love with it. Just the whole, well, the experience there is magical. It's right on the beach. So you can't really beat that anywhere else. Well, the second uh, time I did go to Guatemala, I went to the Eagle's Nest. So that's really pretty too. Oh, gosh. Yeah, Lake Atitlan with DJ Moe's. So that was. Oh, my God. That's uh, legendary. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So that was really, really that got me hooked. But now, like, I love the Sundays, and it's and it's true. It's not just about the music anymore. It's not just about me releasing whatever energy no longer serves me. But it's also so beautiful to see the same familiar faces, and you really it does create community. So it's just such it, it has benefits all all around, right? There's just so many benefits, and. Uh, yeah. yeah, and I know that it, this dates back to ancient like Greece. This is what I've sort of read up on, that uh, a lot of the citizens used to do these sort of free movements in order to reach state, a trance-like godly states, right? And mm-hmm. it's true. Mm-hmm. You When you're in your zone, you just like, you are, you're not, you're not there. You're somewhere else. Your body's yeah. moving, but you're definitely somewhere else, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it becomes um, ecstatic. <laughs> ecstatic, ecstatic. I think sometimes the word ecstatic can scare people like it did me at mm, the beginning. Mm. Um, because there's this, this idea that there's only one way to experience this dance and you have to be like ecstatic and enraptured and everything. And that's part of it too. I've also showed up some days with low energy or Mm. or not like I'm at an ecstatic dance, but my experience of it was way more like chill, meditative, like more feminine, you know? So Mm -hmm. I think the word ecstatic sometimes uh, can be misleading because Mm -hmm. there's no right way to show up or participate at a dance. I do think there is a sort of intention there 
to reach these states, like you say, and I, and, you know, I love the, I love those elevated alive, you know, that aliveness state that, that is available to you there. Um, uh, because like you said, um, I, in your best moments, um, you move in that kind of tribal way. Like you said, I've, you know, I've heard of people dancing around, you know, dancing around the fire tribal, like that's right? probably like yes. some of the most like primal, primal movement. Yeah. Like, exactly. you know, t- touch with your inner animal and, and, um, but, but on an elevated way, you know, because music, music adds and and the the evolution of humanity that the complexity of music and sounds and you know using electronic amplified sound it's just you know like moses productions are are masterful uh use of um world sounds world instrumentation with that tribal you know, beats and production and everything. So we've reached this place where we can really uh, create a sonic womb in which we can dance inside of. And some of, you know, some, some of the joyful times are when I've like so committed to moving and just watching my thoughts and not judging myself for any kind of creative movement, or if I'm crawling on the ground, or if I'm doing like a hip hop move, or if I'm doing a salsa move during basic, whatever the thing is, just keep choosing yeah. self-expression, keep choosing self-expression. And then next thing you know, you're the music is dancing you. Mm, yes, that's true. You almost lose control of it, right? It's just like you're literally just moving your body to the beat of the music. Yeah, 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 yeah. And which, it, which is part of it, right? You give up control during that dance. So then you, even in terms of not really caring who's looking and at you because they're not everyone's into their own little world into their own little space right right so it becomes like well the first time i have to be honest the first time i went i was i I was in my head i was definitely more in my head and i was thinking more oh you know am i moving okay like i'm more like as if i was dancing at a club when i was used to be young but then but then you're right once the music picks up and obviously the dj has to be masterful as well as he mentioned if he or she really knows how to the audience and bring in this um, sort of collaborative um, we different types of, of uh, music then yes then I, I just I just let go I, I couldn't even like I said I couldn't even control it anymore it was just my <laughs> body was just moving to the music and it felt amazing <laughs> and, your first one was ecstatic church yes Playa del Carmen yes okay okay yes in Playa del Carmen. Beautiful. Mm-hmm, beautiful yeah and there were a lot of people as well so it was just like oh my gosh there's all these people here right but like I said once the music started really taking over then it was yeah I felt just just so much gratitude for my body for being able to move in this way and just like and it was smiles all over and just people were really um really free you know and it's almost yeah. like you really invite that inner child to come out and play and just be you yeah and so and and honestly to our listeners or our viewers nobody's drinking <laughs> it's like no alcohol no drugs like it we are high on our own supply as Wim Hof would say right so where it's not like the drugs, you're not high. We may look like these, you know, sort of high hippies that were dancing the way we're dancing, but no, not at all. Like we, it's just, it's just natural energy that we are just yeah, letting, yeah. letting go. So, so yeah, so like, like breath work, you know, mm-hmm. the breath work. Some of my, like I, when we were talking before, every single breath work I've done, even if it was a 15 minute one or a two hour one, or, you know, it like every time, I am amazed of what's available to human mm. beings and their experience without necessarily, you know, anything outside of themselves. It's just breathing technique, right? Exactly, yeah. And it's the same with, with dance. And as, as you were talking about this, I'm just realizing there's so many layers to ecstatic dance or or similar dances because there's you know there's there's shoot offs and different kind of ecstatic dances but basically just coming together 
dancing, self-expression, and the the freedom of it. Because there's like in salsa, there's specific moves, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that's beautiful. That's a beautiful practice. This doesn't have specific moves, so you're free to dance by yourself, or free to dance with two people or three people or five. there's yeah. no rules in terms of what the self-expression of the body movement is so you can literally like crawl around or like jump up and down or do salsa like whatever there's no rule as mm-hmm. to how to how to dance and then the aspect that that was really important for me in terms of like feeling at home in humanity mm-hmm. is that when you see other people just giving themselves permission to shine and to in a kind of non preconceived routine movement way, just kind of like discover movement as they're doing it, birth it in that moment, then you learn from watching other people be that free mm-hmm. and be that creative and in the moment. So then you start to absorb that teaching and that, guidance and then you start to find your own self-expression that's totally your own um or borrowed or invented or whatever but it's a being seen in your wild creation self-expression physically is really really healing and and really connective and watching other people courageously be goofy or intense or whatever um blesses them you know so it's a very nourishing exchange of exchange yeah and you're like you know humanity we often like often it can be like oh humanity it's like a concept or something you know and you can focus on the negative aspects of like what's not working in countries that are not communicating well or different cultures that aren't you know harmonizing and you can focus on that and then kind of think, oh, humanity's lost and broken, et cetera, et cetera. And obviously, to a certain extent, it's true. But like in Playa del Carmen at Ecstatic Church, as one example, or the Eagle's Nest, they're, they're, they're all over, by the way. You know, mm-hmm. there's, I bet you there's an ecstatic dance probably within like two, three hours max of you or some version of it. For so sure. if you're, you want to do that, like, please research or just dance in your bedroom alone or in your garden like I've done many times. But the point about the humanity piece is like in Playa del Carmen, you have people from Canada, you have people from yeah. um, all the different states in, in the United States and in Germany and Spain and, and you know, Russia and everybody is getting along. We're all mm-hmm. inspiring each other. Like that's like lived humanity in, in a way that, that really makes you feel more at home on the earth. So that's kind of a, a meta reason why I love visiting whatever ecstatic dance or, or DJing or sharing music at whatever, because that's like, for me, there's, it's one of the highest joys of life to be in, be in a group of human beings that are coming together in a peaceful way to express and exercise and breathe and smile and encourage one another uh, in reverence of the the magic of music. Mm-hmm. Wow. Very nicely said. Very nicely said. It's true. I had no idea. I thought I was just going to dance, but I had no idea that I was going to make some lifelong friends and seems like too, right? So that's yeah. the community part I had no idea about. Because yes, you end up seeing the same people every week. Right. And it's just, it's super magical, right? And you keep supporting each other in whatever way, shape, or form that might be for that specific week. And that energy exchange is, you can't really find it anywhere else these days, right? Especially with the virtual world becoming so yeah, prominent. Very true, very true. So, so yeah, actually, my question is, what do you think of um, doing it virtually? Is it still, or is it like breath work? It's still powerful for sure. But it's it's obviously not the same as in person, right? Yeah, yeah. I I mean, in such a virtual world, um, without making the virtual world wrong or anything, it's beautiful. But like, I I do get more out of it when there are other physical human beings. Um, The immediate memory that comes to mind with that is during during a quarantine. I was living in Sebastopol, California with, with some 
with Soul Family and and Lummingbird and some friends nearby, uh, Nolan Watt Compass, who you know, um, who, who's also an ecstatic dance DJ and music producer. Um, I was being invited to to DJ and share music at ecstatic dance uh, online, and at first I was like, "What?" But what we did was with the people that we were quarant quarantining with quarantining. Uh, <laughs> yeah um i just invited them over to the house to do the broadcast so it was the best of both worlds you know true, true, to, yeah. to have your your people your friends there and so we were just basically having an ecstatic dance in our living room and broadcasting that and that to me was like the best because people that aren't in your immediate vicinity can be there virtually and you can also something special about feeding off other yeah. people energy and also feeding them energy so i i'm always like whatever practice there is that's helpful to people whether it's virtual or astral or imagined or emotional like let's let whatever you know let's yeah. use whatever whatever um methods of of connection and whatever the practice is and so what are some tips? Because we are encouraging every single listener to please try it out, even if it is, like you said, um, just by yourself in your garden, in your, in your kitchen, in your washroom, wherever. But what are some tips for first timers, would you say, so that they um, have a, a great experience setting them up for success? Well, so um, SoundCloud is a great resource to like on my SoundCloud, I often post, I record my sets that I do live and then I post them on SoundCloud and a lot of ecstatic dance DJs do that and a lot of DJs do that. So finding, if you want to do the ecstatic dance format, which, you know, to back up a step, it's it's not usually, ecstatic dance usually is a couple waves of starting soft, slow, going faster, 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 maybe, you know, a peak intensity, then going back down, slowing, spacious, you know, and then going back up. So that's kind of the wave of ecstatic dance. So finding perhaps specifically an ecstatic dance DJ who music is interesting to you and is like, enlivening to you then just committing um to yourself to just no matter what happens i'm gonna commit to bopping around and dancing in my kitchen or in my garden with my headphones on or with speakers or whatever i'm just gonna commit to staying present for this whole journey whether it's half an hour an hour two hours um and just committing to that because that commitment allows you to kind of go deeper and deeper, get beyond your self-critical head, self-judgmental, like mm. stay in your head kind of thing. Just keep moving. And then eventually your whole body will be embodied. And then you, you can touch these other states that we mentioned earlier that are quite blissful when you maybe you see your ego as this separate thing or you see yourself judgments but that's okay mm -hmm. and and you can just witness all of that and just keep dancing with whatever comes up and then the other thing is um it doesn't have to be an ecstatic dance like dj set too what i do is on spotify i'll create a list of my top 10 20 songs uh often it's 311 because they're high energy rap rock uplifting lyrics that like a lot of like light codes or joy codes and uh and i'll just pretend i'm at a concert and i'll just stay committed to the 10 songs or the 20 songs and then i'll just dance so if you're not into necessarily electronic music or bass music or medicine house or whatever the the different genres are pick music that really lights you up yeah. that you can dance to and then just go for it i love it i love it so i actually um, i run these challenges and they're week long and i actually start the challenge with music and i'm literally like dancing around and every single day for five days with different types of music and it literally lasts maybe not even not even five minutes kid you not the whole day is just super positive 
I have so much energy. And when I stop doing it after the challenge, I feel it. And it's just like, it's one of those things, right? Why don't we just incorporate this into your daily routine, right? Even if it's just five minutes. So it's like, okay, you do your breath work, you do your meditation, you're doing like your some sort of movement, but maybe add some sort of ecstatic dance or just movement, joyful movement or dancing through in in your day in your morning right because it, it really makes such a, a difference it, it does it, yes it changes the like your the state. texture of your emotions and your consciousness like you know doing yoga or, or breath work yeah. or intentional yeah. stuff it and really it it totally and it wasn't even like i was having good days like shit was happening and shit was hitting the fan but i was almost like okay <laughs> You know, I was able to handle it better. So I, it's definitely a stress relief or stress management tool that we have at our, I wouldn't say maybe fingertips, but also at the, our toe tips, you know, literally to engage, but nobody really talks about it. It's almost seen at, in my opinion, you know, dancing, there's a time and place for it when that's definitely not the case, right? Well, you know, to go back to what you were saying or to what we were talking about earlier is like why ecstatic dance and forms of dance like this are special is because I think in, in a modern society, um, sometimes our options are very limited yeah. in terms of ways to connect with other human beings, ways exactly. to express and, 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 um, What's special about something like ecstatic dance is that um, it it's like like we were saying, you know, like when we think of dance, we think of weddings, yes, um, and <laughs> like a lot of times we think of like drunken like yeah. debauchery where like Uncle Bob like hurts his right <laughs> knee because he got too drunk and dance, or <laughs> or you um. Or you think of like clubs and drinking alcohol yeah, and exactly. that kind of thing. And and there's all obviously there's salsa classes. There's tons of varieties of dance. But I think in in general, um, those are sort of the options, you know. But all over Earth, there are different kind of options, mm -hmm. like like this kind of dance that that we're talking about. Um, but, but, you know, I, I, in my own family, when I started to get into ecstatic dance, they were just kind of like, wait, what is that? Is that like, like hippie, like hippie yeah. dancing, sweaty, hippie dancing. And yeah, it is <laughs> a lot of it. It is just like earthy people that like to dance and way more, you know, mm -hmm. way more. Exactly. There's, there's, there's no limit to people. I mean, I've seen, I've seen people like myself that came in kind of scared, like, what is this, like a kind of cult or I don't, I don't understand what this is. And then eventually you're like, yeah, it's a culture. It's a specific culture. There's usually kind of like values that go along with it, like love the earth, mm -hmm. um, self-transformation, uh, healthy lifestyle, um, no doing alcohol or drugs, you know, to participate in this dance. And so there is a culture around it. And if it, if it's for you good, or if you just want to go and dance and, and experience it, you, it's not like you have to believe everything. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Definitely. So, I know. Yeah. I miss it, by the way. I haven't done it in a while. So a I'm while. missing it right now. Yes, I am for sure. Well, the, the, um, the self dancing, like yeah. you, that that's pretty joyful too. Cause that yeah. opens up a whole new possibility of, um, generating your own joy as if there was a tribe of other people with you. Like, do you, can you, can you get into that? Like, you know, ecstatic, elevated breath, like breathing heavy, sweaty. Can you get into that by yourself? That's a whole nother level, right? Another yeah. level. Yeah. Another mm. avenue, you know, because sometimes you're not near an ecstatic dance That's or maybe true. you have social anxiety or maybe like, maybe you don't want to dance with other people, but you really want to dance. Like there's yeah. no, no limit there. So maybe That's you'll, true. You could just go on a podcast and film yourself just dancing for an hour. <laughs> podcast. So, so just explain to me why, why now that you've explained, it, I'm like, oh yeah, now it makes sense. So it's it's sort of ways that the DJ takes us through. 
you know, yeah. that, is there a reason for that or is just sort of that's kind of the style well it's like i guess two example two examples would be you go to a club and the dj's playing house music and depending on what time slot they have usually there's a, a thoughtfulness in terms of programming the night so maybe you start with like an ambient dj while people are showing up to the club who's playing slower more spacious like mm. loungy kind of stuff and then like around 10 or 11 when people are like want to you know dance and and maybe blow off some steam or you know get a little more grimy then the music will change to suit that it'll be a little faster and yeah. you know maybe more beats and and, and everything so but if you go to a club and you're going to a house club, usually they'll play house music in the same vein, the same genre, same around the same speed for an hour or two. And you just kind of stay on that vibration. Ecstatic dance, how that's different, the waves is that there's more variety um, and, and every DJ and musician has their own flavor of it. Like, there's no right way there, but the general kind of universal concept is with an ecstatic dance, you usually start with more ambient stuff and then maybe some medicine songs or more spacious, slow songs. And then you take the BPM, the beats per minute, mm -hmm. like the, the speed of the, of the music of the beat, mm -hmm. you like go up like a roller coaster up, 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 and then maybe more bass and more intensity. And then you take people up and then maybe you keep them up here for a while and you play faster music now you're like really cruising down the highway mm. and then an exhale and then you come down and like bring the energy back down so people have a chance to like breathe look around and like get back into their heart and slow down and then take them up again on that whole process and then in the end land them in a really beautiful soft spacious heart-centered vibration so that people can just soak it all up surrender yeah soak it up and surrender in the afterglow it's mm -hmm. uh very that's nice. the wave format mm -hmm. i love it i love it now if that didn't entice you to give it a go to our listeners and viewers i don't know what will because that description is amazing it reminds me a lot of um trans djs back in the day a lot of trans DJs did the wave, didn't they? And that's True. why I used to love my very first email address was transrita at hotmail.com. Rita, you were a trans head? Yes, I was. Yeah, maybe that's why I'm so in love with ecstatic dance, right? Yeah, I, I love that build up and then up and down, up and down. That's a really good point, Rita, that connection right there. Uh, psychedelic trance or trance or different, you know, varieties of trance are big all around a lot of the globe and when you say that it's you know it's trance music yes. so mm. it's it, it, it's a trance you know it's putting you in a trance and and the good the good djs and producers can really create that kind of ecstatic container or you know really where yes. you can like kind of go off to places and and um so you used to to go to to trance events and just dance for hours? Oh yeah, yeah, the festivals and the clubs. Yeah, I was more into trance than anything else. And then I transitioned into house music and then techno. But you know, I still, if I want some um, energetic, inspiring music, I still go back to my oldies, <laughs> my trance music. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. that's actually uh, around early 2000s yeah. my, my friend uh was a brian peak he's a producer and and a dj and he was part of this trance collective called thump and they would do events all the time and he'd always invite me and that's actually trance music the power of trance music and that ability to like mm. really create a vibe um at the time I was really into hip hop. And so I would go to these trance shows and just be dancing, dancing. And then I'd get into my flow state, which is part of the reason why I chose That's my right. yeah. flow. I would just start rapping all the lyrics that I was writing at that time to trance music, but trance music was so fast. So I, then the first project I ever did that combined 
the power of kind of trancey transcendental music or you know cutting edge sounds that could couldn't put you in an interesting state with hip-hop was mm -hmm. psychedelic trance and what i ended up doing is just finding really slow like slower instrumentals mm -hmm. but that had those trance elements yeah, yeah. then combining that with with the hip-hop and that's kind of that's been my essence of what, what my you do. essence yeah oh, oh look at that Trance is kind of a form of like ecstatic dance, I guess you could say. Yes, exactly. And it's true. I do tend to enjoy the DJs that do play a little bit more trance, but I like your, your stuff too, because like you said, the undertone is trance too, right? In terms yeah, of yeah. yourself. Yeah, I actually, I saw DJ Tiesto when he was nobody in Montreal. Literally, I, he was literally across from me DJing. We, I have a picture, like, we're so close. Like, he was nobody, so he was oh, dancing at this. Yeah, I got to show it to you. It's super cool, super cool. Gosh, Tiesto is like yeah. a giant. And now he's exactly. And then I saw him years later with, like, 50,000 people with, like, yeah, it was, it was crazy. It was like, wow. So, so music has always been a big part of your human journey? Oh, huge, huge, huge. Like, I take, I have a, I have a speaker. I have, like, four or five portable speakers. <laughs> <laughs> you just never know when you need a speaker when you have to play some music like there's literally one in the shower that's waterproof there's one there's like everywhere like when i do my um when i do my work i need like concentration music or you know and, and now with the breath work and so it's just amazing how my breath work is all to the rhythm of music so it's just like wow i get to be a dj i always wanted to be a dj and now i can actually live out that dream with the breath work so yes oh. huge huge and like you even in our family like just music was um was a big piece in terms of bringing us together and singing dancing and that kind of stuff yeah it's it's fascinating to me it's it's this like gift that endlessly keeps on giving we're like where this fascination with music why like it's just sounds and rhythms and loops and patterns and like what is it doing to the human being the soul the heart like what is that <laughs> you know like i don't i i, I know that like in Dominhur, the, the the place in Italy, um, they do a lot of research and actualize playing music to plants, even, you know, mm -hmm. to plant consciousness and playing Mozart or or other music and seeing the the healthy impact it has on on plants, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And then in Dominhur, they take it a step further and they're able to record the the frequencies that the plants are putting out and there is a pattern and a musical kind of pattern to the plants, you know, so music is such, it's so interesting, you know, we like what, why is it so someone could say a paragraph worth of positive affirmations, right. Mm -hmm. And that'll affect you in a positive way. Someone could take that, apply that, to a song and then charge that up with other instruments and sounds and somehow it becomes more emotive or yeah it amplifies whatever energy and frequency it's giving off yeah it's just so it's so primal music is so so mm -hmm. primal and it's it's mysterious too because like i say if you start to analyze it scientifically it's just mm -hmm. patterns and sounds and bops and bings and swooshes and you know <laughs> melodies but somehow you put that together and human beings will like you know make their yeah. whole life yeah, just be in awe you know mm -hmm. and, and create events around it and and um yeah i think it's yeah, I do highly recommend it for sure. Even as as a form of therapy, stress totally. relief, um, stress management, right? What I noticed with my own mom when she was going through her um, sort of healing journey, she was she's a great singer, great. She should have been a singer. Um, she stopped singing. And that mm -hmm. was part of the reason why she wasn't feeling um, as well. And part of her recovery now and just her healing journey is to sort of start you know, listening to that music again and start singing again. So, yeah, any chance you get, sing, dance, and just listen to, like, your favorite music. And that's why I love Mexico. I mean, they're just blasting 
you know, music everywhere. It's just amazing, right? Like there's EDM everywhere, by the way. I'm, I'm just like, yes, I'm in the wrong, or Plydel Carmen, by the way. I'm, I'm, I'm so in the right place, right? They play EDM on like 7-Eleven, <laughs> <laughs> right? Which you would never hear in North America. So, and I just feel like the music is is huge why everybody is in such a good mood there, right? It just plays a huge role. And I love now how there's so much live music going on as well on uh, in Playa. So it's really bringing artists as well, which is great, giving them an opportunity. But even like in terms of the tourists or people that live there, there's just a sort of a, a, a better, a slightly higher vibe. I've, I've been sensing since the live, um, the restaurants have been inviting live uh, music to come and, and to play. I've, I've just noticed that because I've been coming to Playa for a while now. And I just noticed there's yeah. a bit of a uplifting energy because of the music that uh, there's there's so many artists here yeah. and so many people that want to share their gift exactly. and, and and you know be seen in in their purpose and in their gift and um like if you walk like a couple nights ago i went out with mikey and chelsea some friends in playa and we went to a place that had uh electronic music and just music from the speakers and that's that's beautiful and then after our dinner we walked by a place and it was kind of like a cuban place and there was this duo yeah. playing cuban music live and i was immediately like "Ooh, like yeah like, warm, warm your soul up on that that it's and, and you see that you know everywhere you, you see that here in playa del carmen but mm. uh, all of my friends just sent me a video of him in Corsica in the south of France and some musicians playing Buena Vista Social Club. And um, yeah, to, to build on your point, um, music has been a joy for me, but it's also been one of my highest healers, one mm. of my highest senses of, of uh, home, a feeling of home and meaningfulness in life. And you know, when, when you're going through lows, you'll find a song that someone else wrote that makes you feel less alone and that you can identify with. And you see, oh, other people have gone through this hard thing as a separate ego, or this country has been going through a hard time. And there's a song that will act as a sort of anthem or, you know, some soul balm for for you and equally you know there's the high moments and everything in between where you can find music that is therapeutic um that is like you know i, th I think doctors should probably prescribe like mm -hmm. well what are you going through what are you going through okay like yeah <laughs> someone came up yeah, what are you totally. listening to? Are you listening to music? Exactly. Or yeah. not? Are you mm. are you around live musicians like you were saying or or not? Mm. I prescribe you a salsa class or an ecstatic dance or go to a concert of your favorite person. Yes. To to reconnect and and realize that you're not alone and and just be in the awe and the energy of of the, these sonic vibrations that will impact you in ways you don't even understand why but mm. and you don't have to it just feels good so forget about it yeah. <laughs> seriously yeah that's amazing so if you were to wrap up how would you sort of the benefits of ecstatic dance maybe from your own personal experience or just in general i know we talked about so many but uh how would you wrap that up how I would wrap that up. Um, Encourage people to really try, whether it's at home or even check out a, an ecstatic dance party near you. But why would um, they want to do that? Why would they want to do that? Well, I think we touched on, on a lot of reasons. Um, you know, it's a good way to meet community, meet, meet people. Um specifically the ecstatic dance community is it's a very like lot of artists in that community whether they're musicians or painters or healers you know a lot of creatives so it's a good place to to meet tribe meet community um like i was saying earlier it's a very human thing you know it's a very human activity that will connect you to humanity um 
if you're a musician, like you will leave inspired and your art will benefit from being exposed to that. Mm. Um, if you're having physical ailments, physical pains, um, it's a good place to kind of lean into your edge of whatever pains you're having, whether it's physical, even, you know, emotional, mental, spiritual, it's a very good place to kind of unpack yourself, unwind. Um, uh, for me, it's been really good for, for anger and, and rage energy like that, that I can channel in a creative, healthy way. Um, also, if you feel really isolated and not seen, not felt, um, ecstatic dance is a good place to, to courageously participate, see other people courageously self-express, which then gives you the permission to shine. Um, and then, you know, you, you can research every DJ, like for example, Lummingbird and I, we have our specific code, you know, and a lot of it is around joy inspiration mm -hmm. and, and up, uplift um so if you come to one of our ecstatic dances it has this kind of conscious hip-hop peppered throughout um and the whole wave that i was telling you about but if you go and see mo's you won't see hip-hop you'll probably hear medicine house or compass as well very tribal temple based music. so you know you can go taste test because yeah. there's as many different varieties of ecstatic dance as there are djs and musicians that mm -hmm. go to them mm -hmm. um and also i would just say like to, to close that you know don't limit yourself to ecstatic dance like obviously this podcast is about that but maybe this podcast awakens something in you that's more like I want to go do salsa lessons yes. with other people, you know, <laughs> yeah, or exactly. break dancing or mm -hmm. ballet, whatever, you know, this, the, the music community movement, exercise, breath, uh, creativity, being seen, seeing others. I think that's at the core of ecstatic dance. So wherever you can find those things mm -hmm, mm -hmm. guaranteed to hack health <laughs> yes i love that well happiness health. and 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 health yes health happiness hacker i love that health yes. happiness hacking yes. all of down. so true oh my gosh it's so true i can't wait to dance with you again with um, yeah me you too and loving bird it's gonna be amazing so looking and forward just, to that it's important for me to say of like course. in terms of community and mm -hmm. and uh feeling it more at home on the planet and connected to humanity not as a concept but actually to like humanity humans mm -hmm. um i just got to give you so much gratitude because it was my birthday and oh. <laughs> lovely rita who i think i'd only met you once mm -hmm. I, I think at an ecstatic dance um uh or at, at the um, silent disco silent disco the uh yes oh in tulum the tulum um it has a name groove groove, groove. Tulum. yes exactly yeah. yes um so we met there right the next time this is an example of just the beauty and community the next time we met i was djing at ecstatic church with agni and it was my birthday and at the end of you know lummingbird and i came to playa del carmen in this area, Riviera, Tulum, to, to find community and tribe. And um, at the end of that ecstatic dance, Rita had made a delicious cake <laughs> um, and brought it out at the end and everyone sang happy birthday to me. And it was like, Aww. just so deeply meaningful to me to, to move to a whole nother country and to have someone as lovely as you be that generous and thoughtful to surprise me in that way. And like just one little thing like that has meant so much to me and, and, and uh, nourished me. And then now here we are, you know, chatting and, and talking and, now have a lifelong friendship mm -hmm. so that's the kind of thing i want for everybody you know to to have a have an intention to to meet people to grow 
to be seen, to be celebrated, to celebrate and see others, to feel others support them on their path and in their creativity and be, you know, feel at home and connected and joyful on this earth. So I wanted to mention that to you because that's the kind of things that happen when you choose to courageously participate in community, things like this that are so sweet and meaningful, literally sweet. That was a good case. That was tiramisu, my very tiramisu, famous tiramisu. tiramisu that's it. That it's not it. gluten-free, it's not sugar-free, and it's not dairy-free. It's totally not what I usually make, but it's, you know, I just have a tiny little bite. And for those of us that can have dairy and tolerate gluten, it's amazing. So, yeah. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. super, super yummy. Aww. Thank you. Well, it was an instant connection with both of you. So yeah, like you said, lifelong friends for sure. Yay. So tell me a little bit about you now. A little bit will shift in terms of what was the most influential book that you've um, you've ever read? And I know this is a tough one. So you could even give me your most recent book that has really impacted you. Um, I think... Um. Celestine Prophecy was the first book I read that had to do with spiritual path and like living your true purpose and being on your spiritual path in an intentional way um, that, that dealt with like the mysteries of life and God and earth and synchronicity. Mm-hmm. So that was that was a very special book to me because up until that point, the only kind of spiritual spiritual um kind of what was more of a real catholic religion mm-hmm. was what i was brought up with and this book opened the playing field to a much more all-inclusive mysterious non-dogmatic find your own connection to the mystery and spirit book and what's hilarious is that in this book, Celestine Prophecy, this guy is kind of going on an adventure following synchronicities. Like it's totally like a beautiful, magical journey he's on. He ends up going to Peru, to Machu Picchu and all this stuff. I read that book when I was about 20. And then 15 years later, I realized that I had the story of that book because I ended up leading retreats in Machu Picchu 15 years later. I was like, and I had forgotten I read that book. So I was like this book that literally awakened my, my spiritual path in an intentional way. I was living it 15 Mm. years later. So I would say that that book was really amazing, really influential. Um, really inspiring yeah and then they came up with uh, it was like celestine prophecy 2 and i think it was like the 10th insight oh yeah that's what it was because the the book had insights in it mm-hmm. so every insight the character in the book discovered through living it through living an experience where he then received an insight about life and, mm-hmm. and a guiding principle about life. So this book also gave me tools to navigate my own path and to write my own destiny and discover my own destiny. And then there was a number two, which was the 10th insight. Um, and, I, and, and that was like, yeah, a continuation of, of the story and the teachings. Amazing. I have to check that out. I haven't uh, you never heard that one. No, no. No. So amazing. That's why I like to ask the guests because then I'll compile a list and then release it at the end of the year in terms of the podcast year. Yeah. So yeah, I'm excited to pick that one up for sure. That was a good one. There's so many. There's so many. It's true. I think that one is a foundational one, you know, but Mm. there's there's so much variety. I I love books about Mm self-help. Mm-hmm. transformation personal development um too, same. Yeah, yeah i love those kind of books mm-hmm. yeah so what are your top three non-negotiable self-care habits um exercise in one form or another i i'm most sane and grounded and clear if i um exercise three times a week Mm, um and i don't limit it to any one form so like recently 
I've been um, going on a lot of runs. It's been like a, a lot of runs um, mixed with weights and the gym mixed with yoga, like a big yoga with Adrian fan. <laughs> um, and then I love riding bikes. It's like riding bike. So basically elevating my heart beat and sweating three times a week in whatever form that takes, that's a non-negotiable for me. Um, because if not, my energies start to get like stuck and like, I'm not moving and I'm, I just, I just don't feel clear and grounded. So that's a non-negotiable, um, self-care habit. Well, What's the, second? <laughs> the second one would be music, music in some way. Um, nice. I, especially since COVID started when I had a lot less times to go DJ or go travel to perform. Um, I had a lot more time on my hands and also I was working from home and there was a lot less work. So starting then I started pretty much always uh, writing, you know, whether it's journaling or writing lyrics, Okay. then uh rehearsing that to to create music with so recording creating music and then performing that music and sharing that with people that's a non-negotiable because that that at this point in my life it just it's part of what it's i do who you are yeah yeah exactly. it's just it, you're, it's such a deep existential habit now and especially since covid started mm -hmm. it started this like momentum of creativity that like if i haven't made a new song in a week i'm like something feels wrong <laughs> or off you know like something's not being expressed or like you know so that that's a non-negotiable which is really joyful for me because um making music there's always this idea that like i'm making this for myself and my own ego for as a kind of a therapeutic thing, but there's always this idea of like wanting it to help others. You know, it's like mission driven art. I don't just want to entertain others. I do want to entertain others, but I also want to like bless others with yeah. art. That's the like, that's the like deep heart of it. And um, so doing that brings deep meaningfulness and, and uh, yeah, it just meet deep meaningfulness and purpose to life. And then the third one is sleep. Mm. I, uh, I'm, I, I love like quality sleep. You know, we sleep like a third of our lives kind of thing. I just, I adore sleeping. <laughs> I adore the sleeping activity. It's just. <laughs> it's so funny. I just did um, a workshop on sleep. It is so important for us. Like it literally, it's just as important as breathing. So I always put breath work first. But sleep goes hand in hand. It's so restorative and it really, it really affects each and every single system in our in our bodies. So we really do need that sleep. So I'm not surprised that you love it because you you're literally restoring, replenishing yourself, right? So it's amazing. Yeah. And and also, you know, if you really think about it, once you're a human being, you can't really turn off because even when you're sleeping, you're not really off. No, not you're at just all. in a different state of being exactly. you're still being and so sometimes that overwhelms me i'm like there's no freaking off switch on being a human like i'd really just like to power down and be like <laughs> a void you know yeah. but sleep is the closest thing <laughs> that, I, that i can get to turning off you know so like uh, you know i'm gonna use that in my next sleep workshop <laughs> I it's crazy it. if you think about it it's like so true. you you're never right. really stop being mm -hmm. on even mm -hmm. when you're sleeping you're still like working out of the subconscious or whatever oh, so it's sure. when you really meditate on that you're like it can be it can sound exhausting yes exactly <laughs> yes that's awesome thank you so much so where can our audience um, reach out or perhaps listen to some of your productions where's the best i know you mentioned soundcloud but what how can they reach you and uh, explore the amazing music that you are producing well the two best things to do to stay connected um and we'll talk about 
this offline, Rita, but I'm going to be doing another retreat. I led, I led um, joy and creativity retreats for a while in Peru, like I was mentioning, and now another one's birthing. And so I want to offer that and have people be aware of, of that. Um, and it'll be here in Tulum. So to stay connected to my offerings, like the retreat or the music, um, www flow with two l's f l l o w dot love l o v e so flow dot love with two l's um all my links are there so instagram youtube and all our all our music is on spotify or apple or all those streaming platforms and uh and then to stay really connected um there's a you know please sign up for the email list yeah. That way you'll be alerted of new songs, new music videos that I make with Lummingbird and um, and of retreats. Amazing. Okay. Thank you so much for that. And I can't wait to, to attend one since I'll be in town. That'll be amazing. Will, will you be around in November? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's when I plan to come back. Okay. The tentative yeah. date is 11-11 nice. for a four, four or five day joy path nice. and community healing retreat. Nice. I love it. I love it. So thank you so much, Flo. This has been, I think it was worth the wait. I believe it was definitely worth the wait. I can't stop yeah. smiling. I have this like amazing energy that uh, you keep giving off. And so I'm just so, so happy that our paths have crossed and i know like i said like you mentioned as well it's uh definitely a lifelong friendship um that we have and i'm just so happy in terms of what you're doing and how much love you're putting into what you're doing and it's really really trans helping to transform lives so thank you thank you thank you for being such a, an awesome beacon of light for everybody including myself so i can't wait to see you give you a big hug and definitely dance again yeah, yeah. Well, you're welcome. It's been a joy to share share with you and dance with you and, and eat meals with you and learn more about you and your life. And so you're welcome. And I just wanted to say also thank you to you. You have like a, a very beautiful, brilliant, effervescent, pure, joyful, sweet, humble heart. And you just, just your presence peppers that everywhere you go so i'm really happy for the people that you get to touch through your work and your clients and and your friends and your family like you you make earth be a beautiful a beautiful place that should be like earth should be because there are people like you thank you period and that 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 share that goodness with others so thank you yeah Thank you. Gracias. Hasta luego. Hasta luego. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for taking part of your day and sharing it with me by listening to this amazing podcast episode. I would also like to thank our sponsors, St. Lucian Seamoss. Check them out and get some awesome Seamoss at www.stlucianseamoss.co. If you enjoyed this podcast and it was helpful, please share it with your loved ones or a friend and check out SavoyaSelfCare.com for more amazing wellness tips. Please also leave us a rating now on Apple Podcasts. Take a screenshot and send it to info at SavoyaSelfCare.com. We will reply with a gift as a grateful thank you. If you want to upgrade your healthy living and take it to the next level, be sure to join us next week. And remember, self-care is not selfish, it's self-love. Ciao for now.